The Bible is the manual that we use to live our lives. It is called Logos, which means the word of God. But through this Logos, the word of God, the Bible, there is life attached to it. It is possible to read your Bible just like a novel. Amen. You can read your Bible just like a what? It's possible to read it like a book of stories. That make you look good. <laughs> the same waters that the children of Israel used to cross the Red Sea to land, to dry land, it is exactly the same waters that destroyed the Egyptians who went in it. So the same Bible is the one that can make me rich. And the same Bible is the one that can make you the poorest of them all. Don't forget when the Europeans came to Africa, when they colonized us, they made us see the Bible like an oppressor. Blessed are the poor in spirit. And you were told if you become rich, you are a sinner. Yet the Bible says, Abraham became rich and richer and richer until he became very wealthy. And then the Bible continued to say, Abraham's blessings are yours. So where does this theory come from and theology come from? These colonizers, they made us lazy. Laziness. Waiting for donations. Africa today we struggle. Because we are waiting for donations. But it is you who know the truth of the word of God. We have got to turn Africa from a dark continent into the continent of light. All the knowledge of those who have light are trapped in the first world. But we are learning knowledge of the word of God. We go back home and make a difference. You got to make a difference. We cannot continue to be trapped here. You got to know God. Go and preach the real God in Africa. God of Africa. If you know the God of Africa, you never look down on yourself ever again. Because God of Africa is real. Where there are no special hospitals, but we believe in a God who is a healer. I was speaking a few weeks ago on the GLT forum. I was talking about how people think the Bible started in America or in Europe. Ignorance. We don't know that the Bible started in Africa. The Bible came from Africa into Europe. And Europe brought it back to Africa and oppressed you because of ignorance. When you have knowledge is power. Knowledge will set you free, church. You'll never be oppressed any more time in your life. Because the truth will set you free. And Christ is the truth. But we found him through the word of God. That means for you to know God, you need to learn about God. You need to be filled with the knowledge of his will. The knowledge of his will, I think it's Colossians chapter 9, verse 1, 1 or 9. 
that talks about being filled. Um, Colossians 1 verse 9. I'll read Ephesians 1 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. <laughs> Colossians 1 verse 9. And so, from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. This clearly shows us two things here. For you to know God, you need to be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom. In understanding, you need to comprehend what you learn. Where is the college? Who teaches us about God? We have a teacher. His name is the Holy Spirit. So when we read the word of God by ourselves, it becomes a novel. This is why Ephesians 1.17, it says, He gives you spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. For you to know these things I'm talking about, you, some of these things you don't learn them in seminary. But there is the revelation of the Holy Spirit. That make you understand the Bible, the word of God. Otherwise, it's just the logos full of stories of life and parables. You see, I didn't know. I, I always tell you that when I first went my first year to seminary, I almost left school because I thought what they teach you in seminary will make you backslide the way they teach you. And yet the Lord taught me to say, when you learn, now go back to your Bible and read it and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal the truth out of what you've learned. And when I did that, I have benefited. I have benefited. You see, we have a lot of people who know how to explain the Bible. <laughs> Guys, there are people who know the Bible in and out. If you don't have the revelation of the Holy Spirit... You will backslide when they begin to twist the scriptures for you. They will speak it and they will tell you in Greek, it was not called homosexuality. This word homosexuality came with NASB version. In Greek, it is called nomoskotos. And then they changed it to Hebrew. They called it adarabavota. And then they come in English. They could not find a good word. Now they called it homosexuality. You need to have the understanding and the knowledge of the Holy Spirit. So that when you read the Bible, say you've got a question that you wanted to know for a long time. For you to get answers to that question, you are reading through the Bible. What you need to understand is that the help of the Holy Spirit will lead you to an understanding of the word of God, the Bible. Amen. You can read the same scripture. That I read and my breakthrough came. <laughs> ah, let me tell you. You heard me saying you didn't hear. You didn't hear the verse. You did not hear it. You didn't. Because possibly it has been enlightened. I received the revelation when I read that scripture. And to you it can just be another ordinary scripture. Do you understand? 
So there is a difference in knowing God, the word of God, and knowing him through the revelation of the Holy Spirit. This is why as a Christian, this is not a time to live without the power of the Holy Spirit. This is not the time that you live like yourself. We are in a season and in a time where we need to be led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the compass or the GPS that will lead you in the right path. The Holy Spirit is the light that will bring illumination to your mind as you read the word of God. When God said, let there be light, he knew the importance of light before he created the earth and anything else. Before light, there was darkness. In the minds of many believers, there is darkness. We misquote scriptures. That's why they don't work. We take scriptures out of context. You just pick one verse that suits what you want. You did not read from verse one. Who is, I like the one that I really like that people, I'll give an example, that people take out of context is Philippians, is it 419? That says, my God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. Do you qualify to quote the verse? Do you qualify for that verse to work for you? You need knowledge. You need knowledge. Go and read from verse 1. Why did Paul tell those people that my God, he didn't say the God of heaven. Uh-uh. You didn't read it well. Go and read it again. It, Paul says my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. What had they done to deserve that kind of a blessing over them? Now, you follow what they did from verse 1. And now you can claim that verse for yourself. Knowledge of God is power. Don't just take, you know, I can actually, you know, witchcraft. Do you know that you can actually do witchcraft using your Bible? Ah, hey, hey. this Bible can be manipulated. That's why as a believer, you need the power of the Holy Spirit. I can use it to manipulate you. And you as a church, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you, you say amen. You will not even perceive or discern in your spirit that this is a spirit of manipulation that has entered the church. But when you know the word of God, nobody will manipulate you. Wherever you go, no matter which church you go, the knowledge of the word of God is power and strength for your success, for your knowledge, for defending what you believe in. How do you defend your Christianity when you know nothing about it? It's not going to fall from heaven. We need a peeling of our minds because we have received so much traditional things. God only helps those who help themselves. Yeah, God does this. Uh, you, know, God, you know, you need all those to be washed out so that the Holy Spirit can begin to help your mind to read and see what the word of God clearly says about your life. 
There are advantages of knowing the word of God in reality and in truth. The word of God is light. The word of God is power. The word of God is the currency that you use to get what you want. <laughs> am I laughing? Yes, I am. Because I said you don't even have an idea that the word of God is the currency to purchase a house that you did not buy with your own money. Aha, uh -huh, I said it is. The currents that will buy you a house that they say is $350,000. In two weeks, they say when the transfer goes through, the house is now worth $2.5 That can only be done by this miraculous God. Through the way. Listen. If you don't know God, you say the church preaches prosperity every day. Because you don't know the God whom you serve. He is a king. We are in the kingdom. The Bible is all about three Ks. The king, the kids, and the kingdom. That's all. What? Don't complicate the Bible. It's not so complicated. Don't try to complicate it. Uh -uh. It's so simple. It's about God the Father who is the king. Who gave birth to his children. You and me. And he gave us a kingdom. That's all Genesis to Revelation is all about. We try and complicate things. Da, 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 da. You know, prophecy, Lord, this, this. Uh -uh. It's God who created these children, wanted them to rule and they failed. And now God wrestles with the enemy to bring them back to rulership. Period. The Bible is over. That's what it is all about. Don't let anybody tell you a lot of stories. Uh-uh. That's all what the Bible is all about. The king, his kids, and the kingdom. Genesis to Revelation, he sent prophets, teachers everywhere, trying to bring you back to the original state. To his original intent for humanity. God of 26 Genesis 1, 26, 27, and 28. That's it. God created men in his own image after his own likeness. And he gave them dominion. So the word of God is power. The word of God is powerful. So why do we need the school of the Holy Spirit? Because the Bible says Jesus, when he was on this earth, he was contained in one place. If he was in Samaria, he would be in Samaria. If he was in Bethlehem, he would only be in Bethlehem. If he was in Damascus, he would only be in Damascus. So he said to his disciples, guys, allow me to go. Let me go. So that when I go, I'll go and ask the Father. Then he will send you the Holy Spirit. Because this Holy Spirit, you need them wherever you are. Because Jesus was only contained in the Middle East. But Africa needed Jesus. Europe needed Jesus. Asia needed Jesus. America needed Jesus. But he had to look for a flight to come to America and come and go to Europe. But when he went, he sent the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit came, 
He was found in Europe, in Asia, in Africa. At the same time, right now as I speak in Africa, they are also looking at the same Holy Spirit doing the work. Listen, the word of God cannot be understood. That's why he said to his disciples, you cannot understand what I'm teaching you right now. Wait. That was Jesus telling his disciples, I have told you a lot of things, but you don't understand them right now. You cannot understand right now. Wait until I send you the Holy Spirit. He will teach you from what I have taught you. He will remind you what I've already taught you. And we saw the example on the day of Pentecost. The Bible said when Jesus was arrested, everybody ran away. Including Peter, who was the favorite of Jesus, he denied him on the cross. He denied Jesus. He said, I don't know him three times. I don't know Jesus. Where Jesus? And someone said, you look like Jesus. He said, me? Me? I don't look like Jesus. He denied him. Yet Peter was saying, why are you talking about that? I'll go with you wherever you go. I will not allow anyone to touch you, Jesus. I'll fight for you to the nail. And he even tried to cut an ear, right? With a sword on one of the kidnapper, the soldiers who had come to arrest Jesus. He took his sword and he chopped off an ear. Because to him, the battle was physical. And Jesus said, oh, no, honey, it's not about that. Let's put it back. He took the ear, the last miracle of Jesus, put the ear back. Everyone, the Bible says another one ran naked. <laughs> oh, the disciple of Jesus, having spent three years with Jesus, but he ran naked. Naked. But the Bible in the book of Acts, it says, when the Holy Spirit came, listen, when the Holy Spirit did what? Upon them. The Bible says, for the first time, they were sitting in that upper room, 120 days, waiting for the Holy Spirit. They didn't understand why did Jesus die yet? He said he was the Messiah. If he was really God, why would he die? If he was the son of man, why would he die? Yet he had already explained all this theology to them, but they did not comprehend it because it was themselves. But when the Holy Spirit came, the Bible says for the first time, they went and stand before kings of that nation, Sadducees, Pharisees, and the rulers of their time. They stood before them. The Bible says with confidence and boldness, they declared the rulership of God and the reigning of Jesus Christ as the son of the living God. They began to declare the word of God. You know why you are so shy to tell someone to come to church? Because it's you. Mm. It's you. But when the Holy Spirit comes, he'll give you confidence. You'll talk about the goodness of God. You'll talk about what he's done for you. You'll talk about what love God has for your life. You need the Holy Spirit, the revelation that he said here. You need the revelation, spiritual revelation. Hallelujah. This is the life that was revealed. We have seen it and testified to it. We proclaim to you the eternal life. 
that was the father and was revealed to us. It was revealed to the disciples. And now to the church, you and me, the Holy Spirit reveals the word to us. He helps us when we are going through difficult situations, when things are not moving right. He says you don't have to just pray and say, Father, provide me a miracle. I need a miracle. Give me a miracle. Now, 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 now come through for me. Uh-uh. The Holy Spirit says go to the word. The mind of God is in the word. The mind of God. We will teach, I will teach one day about the authenticity of the Bible. I want to teach you so that you know when you go into the world, that this Bible is so authentic. It is the word of God inspired to give you and me life. Now the work of the Holy Spirit is that when you are going through a situation, let's say you are sick. I love to say this example because a lot of people are sick mentally and physically and spiritually. Souls are hurting. There are a lot of people who are struggling with themselves. They don't, they cannot believe in themselves. They don't believe that God made them to be who they are. Some, they are depressed. Some are going through depression. Some are going through difficult situations in their lives. Healing is not just for the body, but for the soul and the mind. There are some people who need healing. They've had multiple relationships. They've been left in pieces. Another piece went with John. Another piece went with Peter. Because they slept everywhere. When you sleep with everyone, a piece of you is taken. Because the Bible says when you sleep together, you become one with that Peter. And then you comes another one. Francis sleeps with you. You, come, you know, he takes another part of you. John comes, he sleeps with you. He takes another part of you. We have people who are all over, scattered all over the world. We call it soul ties. There are ties all over. And they are sick. They need healing and restoration to bring them back so that they can get healing. And no, this is why their mind is always confused. You try to pray. It's, you are thinking of Peter. You try to fast. You are thinking of John. You are trying. Some of you are married. They are in homes, in marriages. And in that marriage, you don't enjoy your marriage. Because when you are having sex, you always think of Peter and John. He was better than Peter. Because what happened is that he took part of you. It's gone. You need healing. Your soul needs healing. Your spirit needs healing. You need deliverance and be restored in the name of Jesus. Healing is not just for the body. People are sick everywhere. This is why in my culture, they talk of a paper like this. You know, they say in my language, they say, ah, ah, moon. I don't know what in English it means. When they say there's nothing, he's nothing now. He's nothing, it's a paper. Because they are saying part of this was, went there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Part of this went with John. Part of this went with uh, uh, Israel. Part of this went with uh, Tim. And until you are left like this, uh, no more. you have no behavior, you have no habit, no more character. Everything is gone. No reputation known as a prostitute in your community. Everything about you is gone. You need healing. We don't blame you. You did it in the days of ignorance. You didn't know God, but you've come to the knowledge of God now. Now you've come to the knowledge of God. This is the knowledge of God. The true word of God that brings deliverance, that sets the sick free. God heals people. Heals marriages that are about to break. It's not only physical healing. Those what you see. 
They are just the symptoms of what is happening in underneath. High blood pressure. Something is brewing inside the mind. Depression. Something is brewing. So Jesus will go to the core and bring healing. His name is Jehovah Rapha, the mighty healer. But you only acquire that when you have the knowledge of the word of God. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. So in my closing, when I talk of knowledge of the word of God, you go to Isaiah 53 because I've told you this is a way of knowing God for you to pray for a proper relationship, for you to enjoy your marriage. I said you need healing. Now you go to the word of God, you quote Isaiah 53 verse 5 because now you've had the knowledge, right? And you know you are sick because of these things. And God does not condemn you because he came for the sick. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 3.16, I did not come for the healed, I came for the sick actually. So when you come to church, you need to know in church is full of people who are sick. Church is full of non-believers. <laughs> church is full of patience. <laughs> because if we were all healed, totally would go to heaven right away. But God has left us here to heal. So all of us, we need the healer Jesus. We are sick in different ways. Aha. That one may be sick with that he slept with everybody. Some of you, you are sick because of gossip. You see someone, no, 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 Your mouth, you run your mouth like a tap water. Like diarrhea. Non-stop. That sickness, that needs healing. Uh-huh. It's sickness. Some people can't help it. They cannot help it. They go outside there. They already begin to gossip. Did you see the outfit of pastor today? She wasn't looking so good. You know, she was... Why don't you buy a nice dress so that I can look good? Don't gossip. It's sickness. Some people, they can't help it. They just find themselves gossip. That shows it's a sickness. You need healing. I'll give an example for why we need healing from the knowledge of the word of God. If you are sick, it may be cancer. It may be whatever. It may be this soul ties of relationships of souls, mind and body. Isaiah 53, 5 says, but he was wounded for our transgression. God did not just started by just healing you. Himself, he was wounded. He was hurt for your own failings. Your mistakes is what caused him to be beaten in silence. Your mistakes, the errors that you made, I loved my son, Taku. He gave a testimony on the, on the um, New Year's. My son, the way you gave a testimony, that's what I know when I was growing up. When you are saved, you talk about your own mistakes that you made. And how Jesus touched you and brought you into light. I said to my husband, that young man is really saved now. He found Jesus for sure. Because the Bible says when they repented, they would bring all they used for, for witchcraft and whatever. They are books and they will be burned. The work of the apostles were to burn those things. And those people will stand up and say, I was a prostitute. 
Someone will say I was a witchcraft. I was delving in witchcraft. Someone will stand up and say me. I was a robber. That's the generation I grew up in. People who were really born again. Taku said, you see me? I used to drink. And I got a DWI. And that limited my life. But when I met this God, knowledge of God, when I met this God, my life turned around. This young man said, I was depressed. I was depressed because of guilty. I always think people are judging me. You know, when you are, you are not yet healed, every time you come to church, you think people, what are they thinking about me? They have their own problem, my brother and sister. Don't worry about them. They have something bigger than what you are already going through. They need their own healing. Knowledge of the word of God. Who the son of man sets free is free indeed. Once you get Jesus, you're not shy. You're not shy to testify that you see me where I stand here. I was a prostitute who used to go into bars. Why are you testifying like that? You are shaming the devil and you are glorifying your God because now we have knowledge of who God really is. A deliverer, a healer. The Bible says in verse 5, he was bruised for our iniquities. Iniquities, do you know what they are? They are transgressions. No, they, we start with iniquities. And then there are transgressions and then there are sins. Iniquities is what your father's 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 father has done. And how do you come out of that? The knowledge of God. The knowledge of the word. Who the son of man sets free shall be free. Indeed. That's why most of you are not getting breakthrough because of ignorance. You keep on thinking you are still bound with those things. You don't know God. That's why you still think you are still living in what the witchcraft they did on you. He has set you free. When you know God, you are free indeed. If you know the power that you have. Hey! You will not be afraid of the Halloween doors. Because you've got too much power, you are dangerous. You are dangerously equipped. You are dangerous. Child of God, you are not ordinary. You carry power. Imagine you house God inside of you. You house Jesus inside of you. You house the Holy Spirit inside of you. You are bigger than what you think you are. When you wake up in the morning, you are with the three in one. The Trinity is in you. When you work in your workplace, the Trinity is with you. When you go in your car, the Trinity is with you. As if that is not enough. Some people, they can't even sleep. They are going, <laughs> of darkness, afraid of darkness. You forget that he gives you angels. He has actually given charge that angels should take care of you. Why are you afraid of COVID? Why are you afraid of things moving in your house? Power in you through the knowledge of the word of God. I tell you, the woman of God said, I heard things in Zimbabwe. My sister says, I had things on the uh, roof and I was sleeping. <laughs> I woke up. 
I said, you, whoever is walking there, I want to see you in my garden this morning. You're not going out anywhere. I arrest you in the name of Jesus. She woke up in the morning. She called the neighbors. They said, come and see the witch. You don't know who you are. That's why the devil kicks you left, right, and center. Pray that I want to know you, God. This year, 2021, I want to know God. I don't want to know God through prophets. I am my own prophet. I can know him by myself. This is why we are following prophets left, right, and center. You hear there's a prophet. You are running. Don't you know what your problem is? No. The word of God, what it says about you. Don't blame the prophets. It's you. Ignorance. Ignorance. It's you. You don't have the knowledge of the power that you carry. The same power the prophet has is the same power working in you. Wake up the church. 2021, come on, wake up church. Wake up church, wake up, wake up. Wake up 2021. Believers, wake up. Wake up, wake up. Awake the giant in you. You are a giant. The kingdom is powerful. The kingdom has got everything. Military that you need is in the kingdom. Ministry of defense is in the kingdom. Ministry of health is in the kingdom. Whatever you require is in the kingdom. Your father's house. Your father's house. The kingdom. I said your father's house. Everything is there in the kingdom. Everything that you need is within your father's house. If my son is renting one room out there in Minitonga, when he comes home, he knows he can go in any room. He can use any room. He can do what he wants. If he's driving a skoro skoro, when he gets home, he knows mama got a Buick. He can get in the Buick and go wherever he wants. I see he doesn't own it, but it's his father's car. He knows I can drive my enclave. I can drive mama's licking because it's my parents. Ignorance. Ignorance. You starve in one room because of ignorance. But when you acquire the knowledge of God, rise up. When you acquire the knowledge of God, when you acquire 2021, the knowledge of the gods. It says the chastisement of our peace was upon him. Anything that troubled you was put upon Jesus' body. When we take the Holy Communion, we are saying poverty is upon his body. Sickness was upon his body. All people who used to put me down, look down on me. Jesus has taken it. It's on his body. He has carried my curse. It's on his body. If I was cursed, if I was bewitched, it's upon Jesus. He has carried everything. Knowledge about God. Knowledge about your God. Knowledge about the God that you serve. What delivers me from where? My sickness. When finally I declare. And by his stripes. I was healed. You know that your healing will come. Through this knowledge of knowing what he has done. For you. Knowing that what followed my fathers. Cannot follow me anymore. 
What made my mother fail cannot make me fail anymore. I am now a barrier breaker. I can break barriers that limited my life from going from one level to the next level. I cannot be limited anymore because I now know a God who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all those things that I may think or ask according to the power that is working inside of me. Pray today. Lord, open my eyes. 